the birthplace of the American dream, Quincy, Massachusetts holds a wealth of U.S. history. Located just south of Boston, off the Atlantic coast, this town was the actual birthplace of two U.S. presidents and home to a prominent naval vessel. The ship saw not only wars, but natural disasters. As much as she tried to keep the peace, many souls were laid to rest within the corridors of the USS Salem. Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. What were you doing? You oh, were posing, that, yeah. holding my back and my tummy and... <laughs> Everything hurts. Trying to just squish myself into nothingness. It's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's nice. Do you ever just... <laughs> <laughs> just me? Okay. <laughs> I just, like, I have, I have invasive thoughts a lot, but not like squishing myself i don't know into nothingness nothingness, no my latest invasive thought that i have a lot and i can't stop myself and i don't know why is when it gets really quiet i have to just like i have to try really hard not to scream oh (laughs) when it gets too quiet i'm like wouldn't it be funny if someone just (laughs) let loose (laughs) my invasive thought is always the same which is like if i see any like sharp object i'm just like uh like if i'm walking past some scissors i'm like i could just cut some extremities off oh my god (laughs) like it's really it i don't know it's some a really strong urge sometimes (laughs) here comes our third episode in a row with an uh psa on mental health (laughs) yeah (laughs) listen these thoughts aren't it reminds you of your mortality but there's also a line (laughs) where it's not okay anymore uh, yeah, I mean, I've not crossed that line. I've not just screamed. I want to really bad. But I've also never cut off my extremities. I know. So like, see, we are we're, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. <laughs> oh my god! Well, <laughs> it's Thursday. It's November. It's cold? Question mark. It's been very inconsistent. I cold weather's on the horizon. I know. I think it's gonna like plummet. Well, plummet here soon i know the peas i know i what's the trick on that do you say like an f or something or a uh, boo well maybe like or a, a b no because a well b isn't as harsh so I you could say plummet plummet why does it sound like a curse like dag nabbit dag, oh i see now plummet <laughs> I thought you meant like a curse, like witches and like, no. <laughs> like Expelliarmus or something. Oh my God. Well, hey, there's our segue. Let's stop there because this witches. Week- <laughs> hey, good, good segue. Good catch. Yeah. This week, so we're, we said witches are the segue. <laughs> yes. So are we in Salem? No. No. But we are. In Massachusetts. We are, okay, we are in Massachusetts, that's true. And you know what, there is Salem in the name, mm-hmm. because we're in, what is it, Quincy, we're Massachusetts? We're in Quincy, Massachusetts. At, on the USS Salem. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you good? What I, is that? That's a moped. Yes, <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, I believe this is our first ghost ship if you will i'm not even gonna ship it's our first ghost ship (laughs) first ghost ship (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and which i'm certain we've talked about that movie 
on here before and if not i don't know how because it's like one of my favorites Uh, for some reason you know i have a second podcast i've only mentioned it a couple times podcast and (laughs) podcast yeah and i i'm not gonna remember to replace every p with a b (laughs) anyway we talk about movies and i wonder if i can get john to talk about that movie with me because i think he's seen it it's early 2000s is that retro enough our thought process is if it's at least 10 years old it's good enough okay okay oh and i guess that's fair because if you have you've had 10 years to watch a movie if you haven't watched it yet that is literally your fault that's true were you gonna watch it anyway i don't know ghost ship is a good movie though like okay i heard someone explain it one time the first like uh five minutes are good mm-hmm. the that middle section that we will three quarters of the way through is good and then the end is good and the rest is all right like yeah. it's, it's not like, what yeah it's not bad i like it it's kind of cheesy it is cheesy but we're not talking about that ship we're not talking about that ship no i don't even remember what that the lorelei no Ooh, i don't remember what it's called uh, oh gosh you can um, see it in the very beginning Oh, it's the, and I think the Lorelei is what saves the other ship. I can't remember. It's Poopy. been so long Poopy. since I've seen it. Booby. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, Whoops a daisy. I did not know that was going to happen. I didn't know. I, we should have seen it coming, I think. Um, this episode is also a special episode. One, we're finally in Massachusetts because I feel like is just for like teeming eight episodes. Ghosts. Well, no, wasn't there a long time where like we're going to Massachusetts and then <laughs> we we're like next we're going to Massachusetts. Like I think literally four episodes ago we're like we're going to Massachusetts. I know you guys think we Oops. were dumb, <laughs> but it's a special episode. No one corrected us, so no, you're all dumb. <laughs> dang, jeez, <laughs> and there goes a couple followers. Oh, dang cool it. Sorry, sorry. This episode is special because we're officially. In the triple digits, we are of podcasting. What in God's if, name? <laughs> if you take, uh, if you take regular episodes, listener episodes, you know, just tangent episodes, all of them mm-hmm. of of episodes that we have uploaded in some form or fashion. This is number one hundred. This crazy. is crazy. Wow. Granted, this is only like episode seventy eight, something like that, or so for the regular episodes. We'll get there eventually. Or so they say. <laughs> that was stupid. Okay. <laughs> we should probably just get into the episode before yeah. we... Yeah, so happy 100. I don't know. We don't have anything. Yay, I should have baked a cake. Sorry. I do like cake. Mm. I don't... I had a blizzard earlier. Maybe I knew it was celebratory. I did not. There... I'll get one after. Well, there you go. Dairy Queen cakes are like mint with the little chocolate crunchy. Crunchies? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We need to go after. Okay, let's okay, hurry. Hurry up. Special thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have special. Things. I know we don't. I hear that in different podcasts. There's so many podcasts I listen to, and at the end, there's like usually yeah, like some a type special of- thanks or a, a shout out or yeah. donor something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or John and I's is. I don't know what we normally do. Oh, we're like check out this. Check uh, out this sneak peek. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Quincy, Massachusetts, shall we? Okay. Didn't I say I've been to Massachusetts before? It was like Springfield, Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. and I hung out in Boston for a day. Cool. So you were close to Quincy. Yeah. It's, 
Boston is wild. So, I mean, like, it's one of the oldest cities in the U.S., you know? Mm -hmm. And when you get into, like, the heart of Boston, it's real stressful. There's still cobble streets everywhere and everything. They have the building where, like, addresses were made out to the public off the balcony. Oh. Like, it's really historic, really cool. I didn't get to see as much as I wanted because I was there for other reasons. But Mm -hmm. really... It's a really cool city. I don't know. I would like to go back. Okay. I like the historic stuff. Well, I don't know which direction. I can't remember if it's north or south of Boston, but it's only a few miles from Boston. Right. Yeah. So it's just outside of Boston. The population of the population of Quincy oh. is, as of 2020, is 103,508. I so thought you were just going to say like 100 something. No. So this is a bigger city. Yeah. It's actually the seventh largest city in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. So it's weird to have Boston and then this other really large city right outside of Boston. That it's like, I've never heard of Quincy personally. Mm-mm. No. The... The city of Quincy spans 27 miles with 6,246 people per square mile. That's a lot. That's a lot of people crammed into a square mile. I don't like that. I could never. (laughs) Uh, We'll talk about the racial breakdown Mm -hmm. of Quincy, which I was kind of surprised. Yeah. A little bit. We'll see. We'll see how you feel about it. Okay. Okay. So the... uh, white population what the heck i just like forgot what i was gonna say is 60.02 percent okay uh asian is 29.77 wow okay yeah i know that's a lot african-american is Mm 5.72 two or more races is Mm 2.92 other race is 1.17 native american is 0.28 and native hawaiian or pacific islander is 0.14 percent everyone is represented they got a little bit of everything and i feel like it's a large whatever demographic there Mm -hmm. or diversity there because of colleges nearby is my guess well and depending on how bustling the city is uh it's close enough to boston that people may live there just to be close to Boston, mm-hmm. but not be in the thick of it. And that's what I'm saying also about schools and stuff like mm-hmm. schools or work, people living on the outskirts of major cities because it's almost impossible to afford to live there. Uh, yeah, well, here we go. <laughs> I mean, I understand this is outside of Boston, but I can't imagine it's much different when you just go one city over. Hopefully. Well, I don't know. I guess I didn't look up the whatever the comparison. The average household income in Quincy is $94,360. That is. What's that U.S.? What's the average national average? 60? Oh, I think it's higher than that, like in the 70s or 80s. So it is higher. Yeah. It is higher than the national average with a poverty rate of 9.82%. Which That's less. Is yeah, isn't poverty like fourteen or yeah, something? Yeah, 14.4. I remember that one for some reason. Okay. The median rental cost in recent years comes to one thousand six hundred and fifty nine a month, which is a little higher than the national average, a couple hundred higher. Yeah. The median house value <laughs> keeping in mind that I believe that the current is four eighty five and that's going to shift in the near future as well. It's mm-hmm. gonna probably plummet. 
Yeah, they're about right on par. It is $453,100. That's insane, honestly. (laughs) One of the last places we covered had one really close, if not at or over the average. Right. Outrageous. Probably Maryland. It was probably Maryland. It's up, up there somewhere, yeah. Yeah. The median age in Quincy is 39.7. Which is just a little older. Yeah. Average is 36, I think. Okay. Well, the males are 37.7 and females being 41.5 on average. Okay. So again, the ladies be driving it up. I don't know why ladies are always older. Women on average tend to live older than men. So that's why. All right. And I pulled this little... Oh, and all of that came from world population, of course. Of course. This tiny little snippet comes from directly from Quincy website, which I realize we've been saying the city name wrong this whole time. I meant to put this at the top so I wouldn't forget. You would think it's just pronounced Quincy. Is it not? It. Oh, my God. It's a dialect thing. I know it has to be or a linguistics thing. It's Quincy. Quincy? Yeah. All right. The city of Quincy. With a C. With a, yeah, no, Z. You say it's, C? It's spelled with a Z? It, no, it's spelled like what you think, Quincy. That's what I'm saying. That's, it sounds like a Z with a C. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Q-U-I-N-Z-E-E. That comes directly from the city's website. Okay. So they pronounce it that way, Quincy. To be fair, we do not pronounce Terre Haute correct either, which I think no. we've talked about. It's French. We're not even close. I talked about this in the last episode on the Retro Club that... We stopped in a little city, which I'm back for my vacation. I haven't even really told you about it, I guess. Yeah, not I? really, no. no. Well, we stopped in a little city called Milan. It's spelled M-I-L-A-N. I'm aware that is Milan. Yeah. It's Indiana, y'all. Right. <laughs> so it's Milan. Like well, Versailles. <laughs> well, I'm like, they do not say that, do they? Yes, they do. Because she told us, she goes, I I know it's spelled like Milan, but we say Milan kind of like Versailles. And I said, I've... What? <laughs> I've never heard Versailles. Well, it's like Lebanon and Lebanon. Yeah. Like, there. Yeah. Indiana's full of them. Full <laughs> I know. Of them. Um, I was... <laughs> never mind. I don't want to say that because it's about someone we know, so I'm just going to like... Okay. Not. Anyway. Beep, beep, beep. Never mind. <laughs> okay. The city of Quincy is called the City of Presidents and the birthplace of the American dream. Now, how do they know that? Well, what if they Americans call it, had a dream somewhere else? Oh, well, the birthplace of presidents, it's because they have two presidents from there. Do you want to guess which two? John Quincy Adams and uh, John, John Adams. Adams. <laughs> oh, man, I was, <laughs> I wanted to go with my gut. Our second and sixth U.S. president. <laughs> Look at Which me. John Adams is second, Quincy Adams is sixth. Are they related? Not to sound stupid. Yes, it's his son. John Adams and then Quincy Adams is the son. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. I'm so, glad I was right. <laughs> I, so I'm terrible with U.S. history. I used to like it. Something happened in like middle school. I think it was a teacher I had that just. It's always a teacher, man. I used to like math, it. if you can imagine. I used to like art. I was actually really deep into art. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had this really mean. Oh, God. Here we It's therapy, guys. I. <laughs> I did a summer program. Yeah, yeah. And the art teacher who was running that, 
she was from a different school than I was going to. She was actually from one of the other high schools and I was in middle school getting ready to go into high school. So I was one of the younger people there. Mm -hmm. But my art teacher in middle school was like, you should go. And I hope she wouldn't like push me just to make a fool of me. Right. But that art teacher made a fool of me and she was just really mean to me and told me I didn't do art right. And I said, I didn't realize you could do art wrong. And she made me hate it so much, I, like, stopped everything altogether. That was, like, a fever dream. You went off to your little summer camp, and I was, like, I don't even know what I was doing, to be honest. I don't know either. I didn't think about it. I guess I had no idea what you were doing while I was gone all day. Waiting for you to come back. I was watching Spongebob. SpongeBob. (laughs) We were watching Spongebob the other day. That was Um, pretty, I can't remember the inflection, but I think that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I actually we watched that episode among others the other day but yeah that art teacher that makes me really mad because I had all these sketchbooks full of drawings and when I look at them or when I looked at them honestly I don't know what's happened to them probably in the garbage somewhere but I'd look at them and say I you couldn't pay me to redraw that there's just no way it would happen and it blew my mind that I was able to draw the way I could and paint the way I could and oh I can't it's all gone I cannot <laughs> anyway that Snyder here there. What Therapy, happened? folks. Therapy. I don't even know how we got there. Hell. Uh, John Quincy Adams. Yep. See, it's a... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Did how? I just, um, like, black out for a second? <laughs> Dang, I really don't know. Read what you were reading. That's the last... I talked about John Quincy Adams, and I started to go into what we're actually here for, not the city. You said he was his son, and I said... Wow. Oh, I hated history because oh, there was a teacher. Yes, yeah. We made it. We got, look at us. <laughs> we. I almost had you hit pause and go back because I had no <laughs> idea what happened. I blacked out there. I guess. All right, we're back. And Trauma now, will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to talk about what we're really here for, which I'm going to give you the history first and then we'll kind of ease into a little bit of haunted stuff Ooh. and then Kelsey will take over from there. Yeah. But we're here to discuss the USS Salem, which I don't know if it made it into my notes. If I come across it, I'll just say it again. But it it all comes full circle because, of course, considering Massachusetts, there were a lot of places we could have covered that had to do with witches and witchcraft and things like that. But I didn't want to go too on the nose when I was looking for places and... We still get to tie in a little bit of witch stuff because the nickname of the USS Salem was the Sea Witch. Wow. So there you go. That's your one witch reference. Yeah. Okay. Here's the history coming directly from USS Salem's website. The history of the ship itself. Mm-hmm. It also has list. It's listed as USS Salem CA-139. I'm sure I sound like a dum-dum. It's a naval ship. So I don't know if that's how they say it. but I don't know. I'm reading it that way. And its nickname, other nickname was Pride of the Sixth Fleet. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. Ordered by the U.S. Navy on the 14th of June, 1943, the USS Salem was laid down on the 4th of July, 1945. So, I get, they built it in like a month's time. I think that's what that means. No. It says they ordered Ordered by the U.S. Navy on the 14th of June, it was laid down on the 4th of July. But the year, didn't you say 1943 the first? 43, okay, two years. Okay, I was like, uh. I was so confused for a second. Look at me, pay attention to dates. For some reason, I thought I needed to. (laughs) Anyway, 
Um, it was laid down at the Bethlehem Steel Company's Quincy Yard in Quincy, Massachusetts, and launched on the 25th of March in 1947, so two years later. So I guess maybe they started the build, and then it was all finished and ready to launch by 1947. Yeah. She was commissioned, and again, ships or she's... Someone explain. She was commissioned at the Boston Navy Yard on the 14th of May, 1949. Hmm. So I don't know, about I don't know why they're all, I don't know why they're all ladies. No, no. Because hmm. who run the world? Girls. Girls. Boats. <laughs> Boats? <laughs> no. no. A child. No. <laughs> no. Okay. The USS Salem served a distinguished 10-year career as flagship of the U.S. Sixth Fleet in the Mediterranean and the Second Fleet in the Atlantic. Wow. Wow. During her career, she served as host to such notables as the U.S. Ambassador to Spain, John D. Lodge, the Honorable Thomas S. Gates. These names mean something. Thomas S. Gates does sound familiar. <laughs> That's all. That's all I got on that. Well, there's more. There's the Undersecretary of the Navy, Admiral Arlie A. Burke, USN Chief of Naval Operations, the the Shah of Iran. Is that is that C R C S H A H? Is it Shah or is it Saw? I have no idea. All I know is I heard someone pronounce the, if you saw the word shaman. You would say shaman, right? Not to like sway your decision here. Right, right, right. I heard someone say shaman, or sh- it was shaman. I was Shay. like, or like shaman. I was like, I've never once, mm. never once. Like you got to be some kind of dumb dumb. <laughs> now I feel bad. Who said it? Oh, what? it was on the radio. They don't. It's not a real person. Okay, good. Uh, there were a couple more people. The president of Lebanon or Lebanon. <laughs> I know I feel stupid, you know, cuz I said it wrong. I said the the Indiana city wrong. Uh-huh. And someone's like you say it like that. I was like I don't freaking know. I know so the like, country. What's the country? Isn't that Lebanon? Lebanon. And we yeah. say Lebanon. Lebanon. It's stupid. It's I spelled. don't know. And the king and queen of Greece. <laughs> the end. <laughs> wow. Although Salem never fired her mighty guns in anger, her very presence served as a stimulus for peace during those troubled times that came to be called the Cold War. Dum-dum. People that write about boats and such are so frou-frou-y with their, like, she never, read that again, she never, what, fired her <laughs> guns in anger? Although Salem never fired her mighty guns in anger, her very presence served as a stimulus for peace during those troubled times that came to be called the Cold War. She never went to war. Dang. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't... She was never used as a warship. She was used as an intimidation piece. I mean, we like frilly words as much than... I don't know. I'm just like, this is so artsy-fartsy. Wow. Uh, have you ever read Moby Dick? Uh, no. Oh, my God. Have, no, I don't think I have. I only had to read excerpts from it in school and college and... Boy. <laughs> well, it's literally the one section from the page master where what's-his-face Ahab, Ahab is going after Moby Dick. And I'm like, this is a kid show, and I'm like, what did you just say? Like, he's, I'm assuming they're quoting directly. Yes. And I was like, uh, I'm assuming you're like, I'm going to kill this whale. Yes. He, I can't remember, he spends like an uncomfortable amount of time talking about things. Mm-hmm. Like, just random little Isn't things. Moby Dick like... Yes. Big. If you just got to like the good stuff, it's <laughs> like it's a pamphlet. <laughs> is Moby Dick real? 
what is it real no like the whale in it or is oh. he like chasing this fake i don't know who it's a metaphor the door was blue everyone cried oh my god <laughs> that's an english joke <laughs> stupid memes of like when when they say the door was blue writers authors teachers i know just <laughs> falling out of their chair oh my god oh god anyway you know some days i like being an english major and other days there's Sorry if you like Moby Dick. It's I understand it's an American classic, but like, is an American classic? Look, see, I hate it that much. I was so mad we had to read it that I like. Refi- I read as little as possible. I read another like American classic, if you will, but for the life of me, I can't remember what it is right now. So, whoops, a Daisy. <sighs> my heart just like leapt into my throat. Do you think I almost, you deleted your notes? I thought I deleted my notes and I said oh, <laughs> time no. to perish. I'm going to just lay down and never get up again. No, all I had to do is go back to their website. Thank Gord. Yay. Okay. Where were we at? Oh, she wasn't used at war. She served as a lady of dipl- uh, diplomacy. Diplomacy? Diplomacy. God, I feel Well, stupid. I guess that is definitely tomato tomato. It is. Diplomacy. I don't know. I read it in my head, and then when I go to say it out loud, I'm like, mm-hmm. um, Anyway, she was used for that rather than as a means of exerting brute force. Again, she was just, the ship was used as, like, to threaten people into not going to war. And be like, don't touch us, because here's our really awesome Here ship. Here she is. Yeah. Imagine a small city placed in mothballs. This is, it takes a weird turn. Okay. Imagine a small city placed in mothballs. So it stinks. Stored for 35 years and then reopened and restored to its former glory. Okay. (laughs) When the USS Salem was decommissioned on the 30th of January, 1959, so 10 years, they said, and joined the Atlantic Reserve Fleet at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard, Dwight D. Eisenhower was president of the United States and everyone was watching I Love Lucy on their new television. Wow. In October of 1994, we are on this earth now. Wow. (laughs) Salem once again made her way north to her birthplace in Quincy, where she is now the centerpiece of the United States Naval and Shipbuilding Museum. Bill Clinton was the president of the United States. People were watching Murphy Brown and Beverly Hills 90210 on their big screen TVs and surfing the net. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. Um, Now crewed by a staff of museum professionals and enthusiastic volunteers, she is being restored to her full glory. On the 14th of May, 1995, 46 years to the day since her original commissioning, Salem was recommissioned, this time as a member of the Historic Naval Ships Association. She now serves her country once again with her new missions of teaching people of all generations our nation's rich history of shipbuilding and naval duty. Wow. So if you're into ships and military and all that good stuff... It's a very interesting place. I do or like a good boat. American history in general. Yeah. I feel like it would be a good place to visit. I mean, that was a lot of flouncy writing, but mm-hmm. we get it. Mm-hmm. She's a nice ship. Check it out sometime. Yeah. Okay. She's an old gal. <laughs> now this, I think I also pulled from their website. It's just a little bit of information, and then I'll give you a little bit more here in a second. Okay. Here's some haunted history. We're going to segue. USS Salem is a storied warship and was at one time the most powerful vessel in the United States Navy vaunted arsenal. She was never given the opportunity to use her massive eight inch 
automatic cannons and anger, but rest assured there was plenty of misery and death aboard Salem. Eight inch cannons? I assume eight inch cannon, like diameter. diameter I thought you were like eight inch cannon. Her massive eight inch <laughs> cannons. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like Katy Perry style. Yes. Or Madonna, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. She did the fireworks. Oh, God. Okay. In August of 1953, there were 113 recorded earthquakes in Greece. The worst of these was on August 12th when a quake measured 7.2 on the surface um, on the surface wave magnitude scale and shook the Lonian uh, Ionian Ionian Island region. I feel stupid. You're <laughs> With no medical facilities of any consequence, ships from several navies sprung into action. The largest of these ships was Salem. With no record exist of, while no record exists of the number of civilians she treated over the course of her four-day stay, the number is estimated to be well over a thousand, and those thousand many suffered mortal injuries. Mm-hmm. So I only know Ionian because there's an Ionian scale in music. That's all. Thank you for saving me on that one, because I'm sure I would have gotten heat on that Lan- one. Lana- the lanai. The lanai. Ah, oh, Golden Girls. Cheesecake. I'm hungry. They're okay. all gone. <laughs> That's so sad that they're all gone. <gasps> they are. Yeah. Mm. I know it sucks. Sorry. I don't know why I did that. Thank you for being a friend. Uh. <laughs> Can you... Shut <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I know you want to keep going. I want to keep going. We can't. Can you stream it anywhere? Golden Girls? Yeah. I can't remember where. where. Probably on like Paramount. Or something that I don't have. Not Paramount. Peacock, maybe? Also, I don't have that. I have most of them, just not those. I know. Well, I can give you my login. (laughs) Wait, which one do you have? Yes. Okay. I've got both (laughs) of those. Everyone get your pens and pencils out. All right, uh, last tidbit that I'm going to give you because this is definitely going to mesh with Kelsey's because we both pulled information from the same website, so we had to make sure we didn't clash here. Mm-hmm. But this is coming from nightlyspirits.com. All right. <clears throat> it, they said, The quaint Quincy Harbor may seem like an un- unlikely place for a paranormal experience at first. Its calm blue waters paint the quintessential image of a peaceful seaport town. The narrow docks are lined with sailboats waiting for a relaxing day out on the water. However... A glance at the imposing USS Salem can be your first clue that mystery is lucking amongst the tranquil waters of the port. You know, I read that part, too, and I said, what is that supposed to mean? What? Lucking. Oh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. We use our context clues, so we assume, (laughs) but, like, I don't like it. The retired Cold War era cruiser floats in the harbor, dwarfing the nearby vessels. The over 700 foot long ship is home to a long history and a buzz with suspected spiritual activity. Now, I'll have to ask John if that's a big ship or not. Because, I mean, relatively, I have no idea. I mean, it sounds large. Mm-hmm. And anymore, is that still considered like a massive ship? I would say so. I don't know. I would say so. Okay, um, I'm going to probably skip around a little bit because I know there's going to be a, some overlap here. Mm-hmm. The USS Salem began its Independence Day, 1949. We've been new. She was part of an order of the three Des Moines class heavy cruisers and is now the last one in existence of the three. So okay. The ship was used for 10 years for naval training purposes across the Atlantic Ocean and European waters. Um, we know that she... Started in the Navy Yard, Boston Navy Yard in the 1950s, sailed to Europe, 
Um, she joined the Atlantic Fleet in 1951. Blah, blah, blah. The USS Salem sailed to waters near Guantanamo and Bermuda for additional gunnery training. Exciting. That March, she became the distinguished flagship of the U.S. Sixth Fleet in the Mediterranean. Over the years, the USS Salem would travel to Europe and Guantanamo for training to serve its fleet's flagship. Every, or each year, she would often return to Boston's Harbor for overhaul on her... Dude. Yes. I feel like I just had a, I don't want to say stroke, because that sounds mean. I swear you just read the same thing twice. I don't it know. It did sound the same, but it, it, I'm skipping, okay. so it's probably just reiterating That's in the next fine. Paragraph. I was like, homie, you just read that. No, I am I promise you it's in here. You can double check me. They kind of just, I said there's overlap. Okay. Each year, she would often return to Boston's Harbor for overhaul. On her sixth deployment, she participated in a NATO training exercise under the watch of the Naval Undersecretary Thomas Gates. There he Mm -hmm. is again. Um, She was dispatched to Lebanon, Lebanon that August because of a suspected coup. She sailed the Mediterranean, this time serving as the flagship of a second fleet. Finally, on January 30th, 1959, the noble ship returned to Norfolk to be finally to finally be dis- decommissioned, which Norfolk, Virginia, is where the U.S. Navy is. And that came out really weird when I said the name of the city. I think that's... Norfolk? It, yeah. It's... I don't know. I I've heard it L, pronounced... Yeah. Different ways. Okay. Um, we already know where she's at today. She's been turned into the Shipbuilding Museum in Boston. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today, the ship remains largely preserved, which they talked about. They said, take something that's been just chilling for several decades. And it smells like mothballs. Yeah. (laughs) The dark, narrow hallways and tunnels create a spooky vibe. Moving around the vast ship is like going back in time. I can imagine. You can step inside the ship's compact bunk rooms where the crew slept on their long journeys at sea. Books and magazines from the time are still resting on their desks and tables, seemingly untouched. That is weird when you find stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's cool, but yeah. I mean, they probably placed it there as props, but still. It's like the crew's quarters are frozen in time. The dining hall still remains the same under the humming lights. The cold chairs and long tables played host to countless dinners of Navy officers at sea. You can vividly envision the meals that were shared and the chatter across the tables. I'm sure I can imagine what they were talking about. Yeah, I know. The ship also served many medical purposes. The onboard morgue was home to many of those that lost their lives. In 1953, the boat rescued victims from the Greek earthquake. Hundreds were treated in the hospital on board. However, many perished and never made it off the ship. The surgical room of the ship is still filled with tools used to perform operations on board. I hope they're not still performing operations on board. Let's hope not. The ship's dentist office is also still intact, complete with tools and false teeth. E. These haunting visions can help you imagine the unfortunate uh, occurrences that can come with life at sea. And that's going to wrap up my segment. I tried to like really mesh all that together at the end. So sorry. I was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, it's fine. I like, I feel like overlap, especially I could go in and get rid of the little tidbits that overlap, but like, why, why put in the effort? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Someone took time to write that. I wanted to read it. Yeah. And I actually did skip a lot of that one, but uh, that gives you an idea. So definitely something we've not covered before and I'll probably save it for the end. Just because I'll, I'll save it. Hopefully I can remember. Keep it up here. That That is fine. Okay. <laughs> so I have, like I said, I think I've got a little bit of overlap here, but I took from actually three different 
what do you call that? Sources. Okay. Websites. Yes. Whatever you want to call them. We don't crack open books. No, I don't know what a book is. (laughs) So anyway, I also have the internet read it. I can't read. (laughs) I can't swim. I can't swim. No. (laughs) Anyway, why am I getting snotty now? It's I've yawned a couple times. Have we talked about this before? We just talked about this like the last episode. Yeah. I I don't know if it's normal. My nose is running. Sorry. I'm tired. (laughs) It's like not even eight o'clock. I'm like, shoo. It's It's a bit. (laughs) <laughs> Almost bed. Yeah, it's not eight o'clock. God. <clears throat> Bedtime. Anyway, so this first website that I'm getting my information from is called ghostcitytours.com. Wow, wow, wow. I think we've used that before. Possibly. I've looked into it. I don't know. I haven't used it. You may have used it, but all right. So, the USS Salem is a heavy cruiser built by the Navy after World War II. It's a significant historic and paranormal site in Quincy, Massachusetts. There you go. After housing the victims of the tragic 1953 Ionian earthquake that ravaged (laughs) Greece's west coast, strange sightings, smells, and noises began to pop up from all corners of the warship. With the majority of its visitors experiencing some sort of odd encounter, the USS Salem is the perfect haunted attraction for those who have to see to believe. Mm-hmm. so they're like if you want some if you want proof get on over here look i'm already weirded out by water we've i think we've discussed that, talked yeah. about that yeah we talked in like our twin tangent with irrational fears mm-hmm. yeah i've never been on a large ship but i have a feeling regardless of history if it were brand new and they're like step on the ship i'd be like uh-uh <laughs> i don't trust it i've been on i've not been on large ships i've been on a number of like boats right even like yachts, I would. I don't know if you call those ships or not, but like, at what point does it turn into a ship? I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. Tell us. <laughs> tell us when, where, when a boat becomes a ship. Yeah. What are <laughs> what are the sizes and the names? Tell us. Yes. So, oh, see, now I just had a brain fart. I don't know. Like when I think of people going on cruises and stuff, I'm like, absolutely not. I don't think I could do that. Mm-mm. Especially, you hear all the horror stories. Like, no. Right. <laughs> The Disney cruise, the, what was it, 2011 girl that went missing, and mm-hmm. they think Disney, like, covered it up? Yeah, no one dies at Disney. No, of course not. <laughs> There's not pounds of ashes of people's bodies. <laughs> anyway, yeah. eh, imagine just being on the, give me a ride, what's a... Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Just... I <laughs> raining ashes well it's not just that if people do die in the park they are not pronounced dead until they're off park grounds that's why nobody dies at disney that's you know what for those diehard disney fans out there i'm sorry it's weird i'm saying it here i'm saying it now that's one of my irrational fears is disney disney adults We almost talked about that for a tangent. I think we were going to we, discuss how Florida. dark Disney. We wanted to talk about it with Florida. That's right. Yeah, because it's true. That's creepy. They won't pronounce anyone dead on park grounds. Mm-mm. They will just cart their body out and be like, we're trying, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. One, two, three. <laughs> wink like, what's her name from, oh, man. Is it uh, Arrested Development? <laughs> oh, Linda Blue. <laughs> don't ever do that again <laughs> just <laughs> is it linda oh no. my god I, it is linda I'm oh, lucille holy lucille, cow because there's lucille one and two <laughs> just watch the show okay <laughs> which lucille two is liza Minnelli, by the way oh good yeah <laughs> 
my gosh, where were we? This is just a blur. <laughs> Disney adults. Yes. The, the ghost of Disney adults. No. <laughs> I know. <gasps> the USS Salem. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> okay. The spirits of those who passed away aboard the life-saving sea witch are said to still linger aboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Navy ship's third ward room, or mess hall, is said to have the most activity... What? The most activity, as it stands right above the makeshift morgue, a.k.a. the freezer, that once held approximately 400 Greek casualties. Yikes. I mean, they had to have somewhere to put the people that didn't make it. So I guess I really need to see more pictures of the ship to get just the idea of the size of it because if the morgue could hold 400 well, people so i say i hate for some reason i don't like when people write something so what it says specifically is it's said to have the most activity as it stands right above the makeshift morgue reed freezer oh like does that mean aka like probably as in i don't like when people say reed this i don't is that weird i don't know maybe one day we'll cover turns of phrases and see <laughs> That, oh, that's going to frustrate me. That's going to be a, there's a lot of things that annoy me. <laughs> Let's just talk about like random annoyances one time. Cause I could do that all day. Oh God. I, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> absolutely not. We didn't talk about misophonia in the, uh, in the irrational fear things. Oh, dang. That's a whole episode waiting to happen. It is. If you don't know what it is, look it up. You, we got it. Yeah. This misophonia. <laughs> This same area also reportedly houses a young Greek girl, a dark, taunting entity, and a violent hellhound with a heart-stopping growl. Sorry, heart-shaped growl. (laughs) Heart-shaped growl. (laughs) A heart-stopping growl, a little more sinister. (laughs) There is a recurring presence in the anchor windless room, a man named John who used to work in maintenance before his death. Uh, John's first specter was the first USS Salem tour guide, appearing to visitors in full human form. Oh. His presence was unknown until guests began to praise the excellent yet inexistent guide. Oh, good job, John. Yeah, no, they were, so they're saying that this guy, John, John's specter, so John's ghost was the first USS Salem tour guide. Appearing in full human form enough that people would be like, John gave such a good tour, and they're like... Who the F is John? That is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yep. So his presence was unknown until guests began to praise the excellent yet inexistent guide. It was a three hour tour. (laughs) (laughs) We've been watching like Gilligan's Island or whatever. Isn't that a three hour tour? Is that in the theme song? Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's a show, right? The old show? Gilligan's Island is. Yeah. Yes. The song says like a three hour tour. Oh I my know gosh. nothing about the song. Uh, I had this sudden like face burning, like standing up in front of the class and say something dumb. So I'm like, that's not what the show was called. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Gilligan's Island is, but the, the song I. Three I'm... hour tour. That doesn't ring any bells. No, it oh doesn't. my God. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> this is awful. This is, this is going off the rails. <laughs> Just turn this episode off. We're done. Uh,. Among the other exciting warship residents, we find the ghosts of a neat cook that maintains the kitchen area organized in a man in the mess hall. What? I, he ca- what? Oh my gosh. My I read emphasis. that as he's a neat cook. <laughs> he's a neat cook. Like he's a rad guy. No, apparently he's like OCD because he keeps, keeps the kitchen area organized. And then there's also a man in the mess hall that drags and overturns chairs. Oh, no thanks. Mm-hmm. This next section is titled, quote, The Burning Man. 
I've been to one of those. <laughs> I remember that. I've never been to Burning Man. I have not either. I would never. No. I want my, my you know, plumbing. I want plumbing. I want air. I, want, I don't want any of that. No. Okay, the Burning Man. Believed to be one of the Ionian earthquake victims, the Burning Man has been described as a specter who, quote, smells like death. Ew. I mean, I've Can't been there. Yeah. <laughs> He is thought to be one of the many who unfortunately succumbed to their fatal fourth degree burns aboard the ship. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Ghost tour guides often spot the Burning Man in the same room where the ship's morgue once stood, which is believed to be where he died. Mm. Earthquakes can cause gas lines to break and explode, making fires an unfortunate side effect of seismic events. The number of fire-related deaths on the ship might explain the unexpected ash scent that hits the majority of USS Salem visitors. Weird. So it suddenly just smells like a campfire. Great. On a ship, like... Mm. Yeah. Uh, so ghost hunters investigate the USS Salem. In 2009, an episode titered... Gl- titered? titered? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were really going to keep going like... It is my dude. bedtime. It is my bedtime. <laughs> it is now 8.03. It's bedtime. <laughs> In 2009, an episode titled Glimmer Men of the sci-fi series Ghost Hunters aired detailing the paranormal investigators' experience aboard the USS Salem. The group identified abnormally high electromagnetic fields they determined to be causing hallucinations and extreme paranoia to those who visit the ship. Oh, no. They also captured EVP recordings of banging noises and what sounded like a woman's voice, all explained by the vessel's interesting past. Hmm. Wow. Scary. I know. So this next chunk comes from nightlyspirits.com. I believe there is a little bit of overlap. Get over it. (laughs) There's no shortage of stories of spiritual happenings that have come from those that have visited the spooky ship. Many of those touring the ship and employees alike have witnessed unexplained happenings. The ship's dense metal walls have likely made it difficult for spirits to escape. escape. Also, water is a good conduit. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. We've discussed. Wow. I like a good bathroom. (laughs) Those that have toured the ships have heard footsteps in various areas. When they turn to see who is walking with them, mysteriously, no one is there. Now, not to poo-poo it, thick metal walls. Like, what is the most acoustic, like, least acoustic thing you could think of? Metal. So if you take a step, it's like, dun-dun. Yeah, so it's just... I mean, I suppose it's one of those you have to be there. And the thing is, I guess if you've been walking around the ship the whole time and you've gotten used to it and then you hear like an additional set of footsteps, that might be different. I'm sure people who are walking around the ship at some point learn the difference. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I had that thought, though, not to immediately poo poo, but like whatever <laughs> this eerie occurrence is one of the most common experiences of tour groups it's kind of like uh what do you call the things the dogs that is it oh, hellhounds shadow beasts shadow beasts that follow your car when you're driving it's but when it, you turn to look they're gone it's just the bushes and their shadow and then, yeah. anyway anyway uh they are mis- what <laughs> where am i <laughs> voices have been heard drifting through the ship's stale air they are mysterious and sometimes incoherent, but they are definitely enough to make you question who else might be among your tour group. Eh. Eh. The chairs have been pulled out and tossed across the room on occasion. Loud, unexplained begging sounds have been heard. The latches have been slammed, like door latches on a ship, mm-hmm. have been slammed when no one is around. So how do they know? 
Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the drill in the empty dentist's office has even been heard turning on. Oh, no. That's the scariest <laughs> thing you've said so far. I know. That, like, made me feel so... I hate the dentist. Uh-huh. I've been... I have not been for an undisclosed amount of time. But, like, <laughs> I still know what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine a 50s drill. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, absolutely not. The printer at the museum, Peter Blumberg, had his own paranormal experience. A mysterious figure appeared before him and down... They See, they wrote that wrong. A mysterious figure appeared before him down one of the ship's dark hallways. It stared at him, then descended down the staircase, leaving him perplexed. I uh, know. So just looked and then said, Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how you went. <laughs> <laughs> like they crab-stepped down the stairs. <laughs> I'm in a computer chair. I can only do so much. <laughs> It's said that a woman has been recorded screaming from the hospital's operating operating room. Her pleas to, quote, get it out were captured on an electronic, electronic voice phenomenon device. Uh, could her desperate screams be the result of a childbirth gone wrong? Oh, no. Her yelling, get it out. Like, that's Ooh. been her... No. If there's no anesthesia or any... Anesthesia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, them saying... A woman screaming that in a doctor's office area is enough, but, uh-huh. but implying like, could it be a childbirth thing for some reason made it so much worse. Yeah. It, also, I don't know. I'm doing the Midwest thing. My voice, my words are getting really slurred and lazy. I'm so sorry. I sound really, I don't know. One time I had a friend move here from Arizona who, after we got to know each other, she didn't just say it right out of the gate. She wasn't mean like that. But she said, she said, all of us talk like we're slow. <laughs> like, oh. I thought she meant like talk actually slow. But now, listen, this was the 2000s, like before 2010. She said, we talk a little slower. Uh, and I'm like, wow, that kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> so now yeah. I feel like I'm getting the lazy Midwest thing going on. It's because I'm tired and I had a blizzard. I told you that. <laughs> it were- I did a video I saw earlier. If you like Key and Peel, yeah, um, I understand. I don't know. It's kind of hit and miss with people, but anyway, yeah. um, they do a a skit where they're um, football, players. football players. <laughs> yeah, those names. The one who says Florida State <laughs> <laughs> from Florida State. I mean, it's not wrong. Okay. So I'm sorry. I know, I'm like getting annoyed as I hear my talking happening. But, like, deal with it. <laughs> like that. A mysterious figure has been... Wi- figure. See? Figure. figure. <laughs> oh, no. A mysterious figure has been witnessed roaming the machinery room. Unexplainable furniture moves are about empty rooms. Many have said that they have felt the presence of someone behind them, only to turn around and find that no one is there. Mm-hmm. It's been said that very few people visit the ship without leaving with a tale of an unexplained encounter. Touring the ship not only provides a glimpse into history, it's a chance to experience a supernatural phenomenon. There's a reason why it's known as one of the most haunted ships in the world. In the world. Wow. I know. I know. I hate... We hate that. You could say, like, in the New England States. Well, they're talking about, like, are we counting the Queen Mary, for God's sake? Like... Right. Come on. Well, and then there was another... I saw, actually, a video about the Queen Mary, and they're like, this is the Queen... It was, like, Victoria, and they're like, even scarier than Queen Mary. I'm like, okay, everybody, get it together. Like, what in the world? Calm down. (laughs) This last section is from bostonghosts.com, and it just gives you, like, a quick 
you know, review of what everything I've talked about. And then it gives little, you know, bullet points of Mm -hmm. the different apparitions that you encounter. So, the USS Salem is nicknamed the Sea Witch, as we know, and since the days of its valiant efforts during the Ionian earthquake, its halls have been haunted by the lingering dead. The phantoms and specters of those treated on the ship linger in the steel hallways of the, of the Grand Dome. There's a reason why that Las Vegas hotshot decided to make a haunted house out of this old vessel. It's knee-deep in ghosts and ghouls and just nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. I don't know why that is. Nasty, that's- nasty, nasty. Nasty boys. Who is that? (laughs) That's Janet Jackson. That's what I thought. (laughs) Including, but not limited to, uh, Burning Man that we mentioned, who smells of death and hides in the birthing area beneath the third mess hall where the bodies of the earthquake victims were kept. Okay, the morgue. Yes. The ghost girl of the halls, a pale spirit that only speaks Greek and is missing part of her face. Ma'am, yeah. where is your face? I don't know. Can the, you ask that? You can't just ask people where their other half of their face is. You can't is. say that. The salty sea captain. <laughs> some say a volunteer during the quake that committed suicide when he came upon his wife's mutilated corpse. E. And it's not, how do you say it now? It's not that. I've read it too quickly. No, I, well, that's, uh, there's that. But like the actual way to say it is it's not committed because that completed thank you because committed implies because you hear committed and you think bad things you think like institutional you think Mm -hmm. uh crimes felons whatever like that's not fair right it is completed yeah so we all know completed okay the cook a kitchen aide that loves to keep everything in order despite the fact that he's been dead for more than 60 years so he's got ocd we all been there <laughs> man that what kind of hellish afterlife <laughs> that you you're like i've got to keep this thing clean <laughs> yeah i would hate that uh the hellhounds a ragged pack of huge dogs that roam the halls at night growling at everything that crosses their path that I... would be my if i'm walking down the halls of an old ship like also a ship Mm-hmm. and i see a pack of dogs come around the corner i would vomit like i would <laughs> not be okay no i because i of course they have red eyes but we all know they have red eyes like <laughs> let's just be honest i'm just shocked that there are allegedly hellhounds on this ship that just seems really out of place you know yeah i i don't know i don't know why a pack of dogs of all things but like not just a dog a pack of them Mm-mm. that like no. growl and scare the poop out heart-shaped growls <laughs> uh john a ghost tour operator that is still giving tours from the afterlife <laughs> apparently he is a model tour guide he, so <laughs> john is like employee of the month every month <laughs> <laughs> the actual employees are like dang come on <laughs> i know the kitchen the cook is like losing his mind <laughs> like, i keep this place tidy <laughs> right uh the angry sentinel a violent you know, who and when did they write this? A violent, we're going to say specter. They chose a word that also... Oh, s- yeah. That's not good. A violent specter that is said to get aggressive if you disrespect the sea witch. Oh. So don't talk bad about the lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, the living doll girls. Mm. Go on. <laughs> I'm not a happy. Pack, a pack of mischievous teens. A pack. Of mischievous <laughs> teens that love banging the freezer near the wardroom pantry. Mm-mm. And that's so odd that they know that it's a group of girls. 
teenage girls. Teenage girls, yeah. Mean girls. Mean girls. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and the Scratchers. Oh, this ship sounds like a, just a treat. <laughs> Creatures that love to attack and claw the legs of visitors. Mm-mm. Absolutely. You always Eek. wear shorts. It's <laughs> right. your fault. They're getting me first. <laughs> Ghastly apparitions of ragged and torn limp the haunt place, so much so that the crew of Ghost Hunters has filmed in the place and caught footsteps and low-grade EVPs, as we heard. Mm-hmm. Ghost expert Don Decritifaro. Very good. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, who spent many sleepless nights on the USS Salem has defined the vessel as a paranormal gold mine. Hmm. At most, at night, most visitors swear they can hear dreadful wailing as an unfortunate soul once more experiences the horrors of that cruel act of nature. Ugh. Mm. Yikes. That's what I got for the spooky stuff. So, I started to watch this YouTube video about the USS Salem, but this is like... Oh my gosh, this guy's videos, no offense. He's got tons, like millions of followers, so he's doing something right, but it's uh-huh. just all clickbaits. He's like, it's the equivalent of, you won't believe what sh- what happens, happens next. next. Yeah. And like every video, <laughs> the thumbnail is a picture of the place and him going like, oh, and, like Macaulay Culkin, or there's literally a video of him turned and he's got his shirt pulled up and it's the most fake. They like drew scratches on his back. He's like... Touched by a touched by a ghost an at this oh. an angel <laughs> at this place, like a ghost scratched me, and it's just like MS Paint oh. scratches on his back. Oh no! I'm just like, what in the world? I don't know. It's stuff like that that kind of. No offense. I mean, we're all out here trying to find spooky stuff, but I'm like, you're annoying me. <laughs> well, I'm. I don't know what is wrong with me, guys. I actually started to look up experience first for some reason. Uh-huh. I was backwards on it. And I looked up YouTube videos, too. And now that you told me about that one EVP, mm-hmm. um, the they Ooh, said the woman. What if she was in the dentist room and yelling, <gasps> get it out? No. Okay. <laughs> and the drill turns on. Well, this makes it like 10 times worse because I watched a couple of videos. I tried to keep... Uh, I think the longest one I watched was 33 minutes. See, that was the other thing. The one I found was like an hour long, and I was like, I don't have time. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that 33-minute one, the very first note I made was, has a super Boston accent and is chewing gum loudly. She's carrying the camera like... Oh my god. What is wrong with you? I wasn't happy either. I had to listen to it for a long time. But... um, Anyway, one of the videos I watched was actually the oldest video. It was posted on August 24th of 2008 by Patriot Ledger. Okay. And it's only five minutes long. And it's actually a little unsettling because it starts off with they're doing an interview with this woman who is part of a, a show. And I can't remember what the name of it. Oh, Ghost Hunters International mm-hmm. in 2008. And I did not write down her name. And they're interviewing her and asking her about what they're going to do on the ship that night. And initially, it's the camera pointed at her and she's talking and then it kind of fades out and fades into the pictures that they took on the ship with her talking in the background. Yeah. And that's all it is for five minutes. And they show these pictures of stuff that they got or just pictures of the ship in general, which there is one picture I'll show you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know I just flipped this and made it mine, but they no, used, it's fine. They used a voice recorder and caught an EVP, and so putting it on top of yours makes us awful because air EVP. They heard somebody say, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was part of the 33 minute video." Regardless, there's a picture from the five minute. Anyway, the 33 minute long video had an EVP, and they caught a woman's voice saying, "No, not again." Oh, and then with your EVPs, saying, the woman get screaming, it "Get it out." And then her saying, no, not again. Is it like, is she stuck in a loop? Oh, like she's almost a intelligent, intelligent. uh, but an intelligent stuck in a. What uh, is the word? What's the other word? There's intelligent and then there's when it's. Oh, my gosh. Was that my. What the heck is the word where they're just doing the same thing over and over? Residual. Residual. Holy cow. I was like reciprocating. My head hurt really bad. (laughs) Right. It's almost like she's an intelligent residual haunting. Is that even a thing? That's If it's the same woman. Because it did sound like there are a couple of different females that you could run into on the ship. Maybe. But like how creepy would that be if like she comes back and has a moment of intelligence that she says no, not again. And then she's back in that loop. Um. Oh. Well, it, the EVP session was in the hospital room. That <sighs> is... What if she had a moment of clarity where, like, she... I don't know. That's, like, Ooh. a bad form of purgatory where she, like, knows, but she can't stop it. Did you say you'd watch American Story, American Horror Story Coven yet? I got, like, halfway through. And I can't tell you. Like, I know my theory is if you haven't watched it at this point it's your fault but (laughs) there's something in there where you see someone does go to hell and it's their own personal hell and it's just the same thing over and over but they know it's happening over and over and they can't stop it i was about to say that happened in something else but i'm sure that that's a trope that's been done a lot probably and what the heck is it and the it's like the sequence just keeps resetting and they just start like screaming and crying because they can't stop it and it's just the same awful thing over maybe i saw that episode i can't Mm -hmm. i can't that sounds familiar also i just remembered the show that that's also it's in but it's not implied that that's the case Mm -hmm. i'll go ahead and say it because it's again i think at this point if you haven't watched it whatever you were not part of the hype Uh, it was bly manor okay when you find out someone's story Mm -hmm. and like so she has to be reliving it yeah And then this is the one, the five minute long video. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to let you look at this picture. This is the video that was posted in 2008. Is the quality 2008? Or is it actually pretty good? Yeah, I would say it is. The quality is kind of like so-so. But that also tells you that the picture, they didn't have photo editing apps like we do. Right. Or Photoshop was not what it is now. They don't have the advanced knowledge or equipment. Right. The only way I think this picture could be altered is if she is lying, but it showed one of these pictures and it says, I was alone in this room at the time and I had a, and it had a very creepy feeling to it. Mm-hmm. So mind you, she says she's alone. Oh, n- absolutely not. And you talked about the something shadowy figure creeping down the Why halls. Why is it like that? A million feet tall. And its arms going down to like its knee. Gah. Yeah. Ew. And it has like almost like a, because we're on a warship, it's almost like a bayonet. Or if they're in like their blue, strap. if they're in their blues, Navy they have blues. the the belt with the strap, right? Some of them. It, I it guess depends. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Uh, That's terrifying, <sighs> right? 
Well, and it almost looks like either the lead singer from first to last or a woman. <laughs> like, you oh know what I'm God. saying? <laughs> it's got, you see like the long, dark hair, like almost emo style hair. Yeah. Ugh. I see what you're talking about with the thing over the chest. I could see that now. Yeah, it looks like a strap over their chest and then like, uh, yeah, just like emo style hair. So what if it's a lady with a purse? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that was the creepiest thing I saw. The 33-minute long video, they did the whole ghost so, tour. I'm and... sorry, do you still have that photo? Because the thing is, the rest of the picture is pretty clear. I know sometimes when you get pictures in the dark, I was taking it a starts screenshot. doing that pixelated thing. Well, if you look, I to- the video quality wasn't that great. I was taking screenshots of the video. So here's where her words are. And then you can kind of see the shadow of where the is type was. Is it pixelated, was. though? Kind of where it's, her it, words were. If you look real close, you can kind of see the ghost of the where words. the words were. But for the most part, in the like, even though the dark pi- in pictures in early two thousands can sometimes pixelate themselves, that is a full. That's not pixelated. That is, no. there's curves to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Gross. I hate that thing. <laughs> I mean, because what those vessel doors have to be? I would say minimum six feet. Is seven feet tall because you're thinking they're walking through there um well and it has to be tall enough for a person to walk like a taller person mostly men let's be honest so six to seven feet mm-hmm. and uh, yeah with enough clearance on your head so. and that thing goes almost to the top yeah to the top so we're imagining that's about a seven foot tall figure yes nope. i'm out <laughs> absolutely not uh, and it's the- not even through the doorway it's behind the door yeah. So it's a little tall. Oh, imagine if it's walked. Th- you know, why do we do why these things? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the only other video I watched was something from the Travel Channel. There was an episode on kindred spirits okay. where they had, there were two people who were actually in the ship and then they had a psychic medium off site. I think he was actually in his home mm-hmm. and they had him on video, like a Skype call. And she the one girl was just walking around the ship and the psychic medium from his home was like channeling into her and using her to guide her through the ship so he has no idea the layout of the ship he doesn't know the real history of the ship Mm -hmm. and he ends up leading her to like the mess hall and says that they feel he feels a presence in there and he hears um spirits telling him like really crazy awful things like at one point he said someone made the comment if you like the dead you'll like it here he oh. heard a voice in his head say that like one of the spirits channeled through him no um the woman who was doing the investigation once she got to the area he told her to go to she asked them to make a noise and they heard footsteps they ended up running back to the headquarters and like talking to the psychic medium like guess what just happened mm-hmm. and he made the comment that the spirit wasn't happy that people were making a mockery of the ship. So treating them like uh, an um, attraction. So yeah. saying, make a noise. Ooh, good job. You made a noise. Here's a cookie. Like, yeah. So they're like, you're ticking the ghost off by asking him to do tricks to or doing them to do, yeah, to do something at your command. And they mentioned that the haunted house was there and I guess the he said the spirits that was part of the mockery was turning it into a haunted house. They didn't like that. And so they're trying to explain to the spirits. They're like, the haunted house isn't here anymore. They don't they don't do it. You're 
you're safe, you're fine. And they actually found a closet where some of the uh, haunted house decorations had been left and they were still on the ship. That reminds me of, was it Waverly? That in one of the rooms off to the side, there was like a Christmas tree and yeah. Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. It was really odd. Yeah. But the medium actually got super emotional at one point and said that the spirit felt trapped on the ship, that they couldn't leave because he felt that he had to defend the ship. So hmm. stop people from making a mockery of yeah. it. And so, yeah, that's kind of where it left off. It was like almost just a teaser of the episode because it's like seven minutes long. Mm -hmm. But that's what I grabbed. (laughs) Man, see, I feel like you did better than me. Heck, I feel like there was a. There's just a lot out there. You found out today that you didn't have (laughs) that. So you had more time to put that together. Yeah. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Now that you gave away my secret. I'm sorry. I found out very late in the game that I research the wrong stuff so and you did so good you were like ahead of me and you're like i got this no i did sorry i I was ready to whoops anyway so sorry well that's the uss salem and it makes me want to go check out a ship now so it does which brings me back to the point i wanted to make earlier i said i'd bring it full circle yes yeah on my vacation john and i went to ohio we stayed just outside of cincinnati and we went to the Newport Aquarium. It's Newport, Kentucky, but it's like beep right over the yes. state line. Yeah. And after we got out of the aquarium, the Ohio River is right there. So we were standing on this, like, I don't know. I don't, it's a veranda. That's not yeah. the right word. <laughs> right. We're standing on Overlook. this thing that overlooks the, the Ohio and we saw this really big ship on there. It mm-hmm. was like ported up against the the side of whatever yeah um i know words <laughs> so, <laughs> and john's one who pointed out first there was a huge banner on the ship that said uss nightmare and it was a haunted two-story ship that did tours dang mm-hmm. i was so mad because we had the baby we couldn't go yeah. and i saw that the last uh the first weekend in november which was the last weekend of the attraction um that was the last time it was going to be there. And I'm like, I can't go back. Dang. I know we just, well, I wanted it. to go. Well, now you got me all messed up. Well, and the last two nights there, I still have the website pulled up. Cause I looked it up the last two nights. Now online registrations closed. So Dang. now I can't see it, but oh, it's probably all booked up. But, um, it's <laughs> something like the last night in November, the last time it, it has a tour. It said that it's, uh, the Captain's Nightmare or something like that. It was a special one. All of them were highlighted with different uh, themes. Yeah. And the last two nights were highlighted in hot pink. I'm like, what does that mean? It was mm-hmm. like Captain's Nightmare tour. It's creepy. Yeah. We'll have to just, look for it in the future then. There is no way we were going to make it. By the time you hear it, I think it's actually done. So that sucks. Maybe next year. Because it yeah. said it was like the 30th annual. Well, dang. Well, yeah, then they better keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But we may not be able to get to Quincy, Massachusetts, but we could go to Newport, Kentucky. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all. That's all I got. The end. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, do we... Have we... We haven't done a rating in a minute. We rate our stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, rate places that we've been, but we've that's had... That's right. We've had, like, a weird stretch String, of time. Yes. Because the last one was, like... The old stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yep, that's going to cover it for this episode then. So next week, I'm not going to say it until I confirm where we're going to (laughs) be. So I don't make a fool of myself again. So if we're in Massachusetts now, next we're going to Mississippi? No. No. Dang, what? Michigan. Michigan. (laughs) Oh, I love Michigan. We just, I just went to Michigan. Oh, man. Exciting. I'm excited. I almost want to, I almost want to like, I don't know what we're going to cover. Surprise, spoilers, we don't know what we're covering there yet. Um, (laughs) But remember I said there was that tour of light, haunted lighthouse tours. Oh, yeah. Something to think about, something to consider. Yeah. Michigan's not that far, we can still go. Oh, bye guys, (laughs) we gotta go. (laughs) All right, going to Michigan. See you next week, bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.